0: aloha i wanted to quickly make um just a brief bonus content following up to the episode that i released yesterday about lds culture and unsurprisingly i've received a few voice messages some emails and then some direct messages on instagram a lot of people have their own opinions and uh, i respect that we all have our own experiences uh, that we speak from And we vary in our faith and where we're at in regards to um, just our discipleship with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and um, their kingdom here on earth. I do understand that there are those who struggle believing that there is one church, one path, one kingdom, one baptism. Um, I think that struggle oftentimes comes from when we rely too much on what the world has to say versus the Spirit of God. Uh, My intent here is not to um, offend anyone, but we all know that we can't please everyone. And sometimes when we do the work of the Lord, we are going to offend I know that uh, during my journey and coming back to church, um, I had several people coming to my home looking to rescue and retrieve me. And uh, at the time I didn't feel like it was a rescue or retrieval, I felt like it was a nuisance. And uh, especially when they just pop in unannounced. Um, But I learned a very valuable lesson from unannounced visits back in 2012. When I moved here to Ventura, a lady was assigned to me to be my visiting teacher, and she showed up at our apartment. I was living with my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and when she knocked on the door, the door wasn't closed all the way, and so it, it flew open when she knocked on it, and I got up, and I grabbed the door, and I looked at her, and I said, um, you know, who are you? Because I didn't know who she was, and she said, oh, I'm so-and-so, and I'm your visiting teacher from second ward and i said okay well you need to call before you come because i know exactly how the church and the people of the church work and she looked me straight eye to eye and she said well i did call and you didn't reach return my phone calls so i decided to come over at that point hindsight being 2020 i know that she was spiritually impressed to come by and I treated her um, without open arms and, and no welcome mat whatsoever. But she didn't give up on me. She continued to be patient and to listen to the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And she acted on the promptings. And what ended up happening is because I made the choice um, through my experiences and witnessing firsthand the spiritual experiences my husband had while studying out, searching and seeking and coming to know and understanding the gospel himself, along with the missionaries, that um, she was there to help me. And uh, she was placed in my life by a loving Heavenly Father who knew where I was at emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And he knew that this woman had the backbone, strength, and conviction of a pioneer. And that she could handle my personality, which is very direct. um, And not be offended and not be scared and not come back. Fast forward a good, I don't know, one or two years, she continued to be my visiting teacher And um, she became a second mother to me here in Ventura. I don't have family here. And um, she became my family. She became my mom. She moved a couple years ago to be closer to her children. She's got a number of children that live in Northern California and also a home. And um, it was devastating for me. Uh, I didn't realize how much I leaned on her um, for comfort especially in church functions. Uh, Whenever I went to church or I went to a church function, I always looked for her. And as soon as I spotted her, um, I felt like I was at home. You know, I was with my family. And it's been very difficult to have her gone. So what I want to say to those who have kindly taken the time to reach out to me, and I have learned a lot I know what my perception and thoughts are and opinions and what the Spirit has taught me. And I want to thank you for reaching out to me because I love learning from others. Um, I'm sorry for the background noise. I've got family here. The house is small and so I'm in the kitchen and there's a lot of traffic this morning. Uh, This morning I have spent quite a bit of time in the scriptures and journaling and really thinking about those responses And this is what I would like to say with a lot of respect and love and consideration for each of you that have taken the time to listen to the episode. Regarding my latest podcast episode about LDS culture, and my thoughts, once again, we are not putting our eternal life and salvation into the hands of man. We know that from the fall of Adam, Man's logic is inferior to godly instruction and wisdom. This is the final gathering here on earth with no time to waste. Whether or not you believe it, it is. We need to remember that when we speak to those who struggle in their faith or even new members and those investigating the Church of Jesus Christ here on earth, that we must open our mouths with courage and trust in the Spirit, even the Holy Ghost, to speak truth to the hearts and minds of those that are listening. We need to be respectful to their agency. However, we live to please God and Christ, not man. So, if your efforts are received wholly offensive, that is the choice of the listener, and it's okay. Let them bear the burden of of how they receive truth and light, but continue to serve them with love if they allow it. For this life is our proving ground. We are working out our salvation here. We've been reading this week in Doctrine and Covenants section 76, which clearly teaches us about heaven, how God has perfectly provided for all of his children whom he loves, And the choices that they've made where they want to be who they feel comfortable with where they want their eternal life and salvation to be worked out and where they want to reside we live to please god in christ emotional resilience is a must as we honor agency one to another we must be emotionally resilient And I'm going to tell you, I'm not very good at that, um, especially when it comes to my family. But it's something that I work on all the time. Um, When our feelings get hurt, if it's too much, if it's too much hurt and too much feelings and it takes over. In my experience of almost 49 years of living, I've seen that emotion and feeling when it's too much, it's too overbearing can dominate and the outcome and the consequences of that just are not pleasant. But if we can balance our feelings and emotions with the intelligence that God has given us, our hearts and minds, and then add to that the guidance of the spirit of God and Christ, which is the Holy Ghost, the consequence and the outcome will be more positive and uplifting. And will put us on a path to the glory that we seek. As I have once again relearned about the differences in the kingdoms of heaven, I see with divine perfection, God's love for each of his children, and his understanding that not all of his children are going to want to return and live in a manner and a way where they can reside with Heavenly Father and Christ themselves. And I get that. There was a time in my life where I didn't, where I wanted to be with those who were living like me. When we pass on from this journey here on earth, we're going to be making these choices. We're going to decide where we want to live eternally. And Heavenly Father is going to respect that. He loves us and he honors our agency agency is a divine attribute it's a godly attribute so just to sum it up if your family or someone that cares about you has reached out and encouraged you to return to church they have done it because they know with utter conviction and they understand where truth can be found However, I do understand that people need to find truth in their own way. I think it's normal and natural for people who care about them to want to help. That's what we do as parents, grandparents, aunties and uncles, cousins, brothers and sisters, as we help each other. If that help is unwanted, please make that clear. But just know that when they continue to reach out, it is done in love if they are overbearing and doing this, let them know. I truly believe, and I've seen it happen, that people can oftentimes use the gospel to exercise unrighteous righteous dominion. Um, but that is up to the Spirit, and that's up to the Lord. Each of these conversations and situations and circumstances are going to be very unique and different in its own way. So I think if we can just learn to be kind and to love one another To be there for each other. You know, my parents for 22 years, whenever I had the inevitable crud hit the fan, which I did often and always, and continue to still experience that because that's part of this journey, they would always remind me of where I could go to find solace and peace, comfort and direction, and forgiveness. I didn't always receive that well. As a matter of fact, oftentimes I got sick of hearing it. I really did. But when my heart was softened and I witnessed miraculous spiritual experiences with my husband, I was able to look back and reflect and see how, through their efforts, God was paying attention to me. And he was reaching out for me just as the hen does with her chicks over and over and over again until I finally accepted that invitation and that's what he does and will do for the entirety of your life is reach out over and over and over again in hopes of collecting his children just as any parent who loves their children would do here on earth that pattern is perpetuated here on earth it's no different from here to there We have families, we have fathers and mothers, we have brothers and sisters, and um, we're blessed to live in a time when we can have the fullness of the restoration of the gospel and have this knowledge uh, to be given to us, and all we need to do is believe, is just simply to believe. So... I want to thank you again for those who reached out. Um, My response to you, I hope that you can feel how seriously I've taken the responses that I've received and the time that I have spent this morning. It's already about 12.35 Pacific Standard Time here in California, and I've been sitting here for a couple of hours. So I hope you know how seriously I take this, and this is just what came to me and... um, I hope it helps in some way. I hope it answers some of your questions. And above all, I hope it helps those who have been offended by others who love them, that have tried to help them continue to find their way. And um, going back to that parable of uh, that straight and narrow path, that's all they're doing is trying to help you find that straight and narrow path again, because it is very, very narrow. And it is very straight. And, um even unforgiving sometimes. And so that's why we have repentance is to do those course corrections. It took for me to come back into the gospel, a lot of humility and willingness to submit myself to being taught, to being teachable. But for me to get there, I had to witness several very powerful spiritual experiences, but I also had to be humbled and my life truly had humbled me. And again, I'm only speaking from my experience putting it out there in the world for all those who want to listen who want to take from it what they can because i know that when you hear my voice and i share and i feel this as i do my podcast that the spirit will guide you in your life in the ways that you need to be guided the most and what you need to know and how to get the work of the lord done and your own sphere of influence And I leave this with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much. Much love and aloha.